0: We believe in equality of human beings, in the rule of law, and we are against all types of oppression. Welcome to the MKA USA Vibe, run by Majlis Kudamal Ahmadiyya USA. America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. We're here to share a weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected Imams, and wisdom from different sources. لا شريك له، وشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله، أما بعد الله من الشيطان بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. Waladhi arsal rasulahu bilhuda wa deenil haqq lay ala ad kulli walau karihal mushrikoon Mr. Chairman, ladies and gentlemen, the revolutionary impact of the writings of the promised Messiah, Salaam, to extend to 137 years to date, and I have 30 minutes to condense it Well, 29 minutes now, and that is no easy task. The verse recited is from Surah Tawbah, verse 33. He it is who has sent down his messenger with guidance and the religion of truth that he may make it prevail over every other religion, even though those who associate partners with him may dislike it. The promised Messiah in his writings in Chashmai Marfath has explained this verse and he says that all scholars who have preceded me are agreed that this universal triumph would take place in the time of the Promised Messiah. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam described how in the latter days, the state of the Muslims would be far removed from the religion of truth, how their understanding and practice of Islam would be distant from the true teachings. However, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also gave glad tidings that when the world encountered this state of affairs, Allah would raise a reformer who would rejuvenate the faith, who would unravel the true picture of Islam, and this would be the true period of the renaissance of Islam. Regarding this, the Holy Quran describes this and says, why is this no shirat? And when books are spread abroad, a part of a long hadith also is, under, in understanding this, Yufizul ma'ala hatta la yakbalaha and in Uzala Haham Hazrat Masih Salam himself has described this hadith. Hazul says, There are no riches but knowledge and wisdom. This is the wealth regarding which it was foretold that the Messiah would come and distribute it so much so that people would tire of receiving it. Riches of a righteous person are not dinars and dirhams, but verities and knowledge. This is the wealth prophets received from God Almighty and then distributed as Allah From this, we understand that the promised Messiah would fulfill his mission through his writings. Hazur salam wrote more than 91 books. In addition, there were numberless announcements, letters, spoken word, dreams, visions, revelations, all of which have now been compiled into printed matter. He was dedicated to this service so much that even two days before he passed away he completed the writing of his last book, Pergamesullah, A Message of Peace. But how could one with no formal education living in a remote village in India with no communication links, with no electricity, with no light, with no computers, with no Google, with no search engines, how could he compile, how could he write such r- writings that it had an impact on all its readers? But when we seek an answer from Hazur alayhi salam himself, he attributes nothing of this wisdom to himself. <laughs> I was poor, helpless, unknown, and unskilled. Nobody knew where a was. But then Hazur islam describes the divine support of God Almighty. In Tazkira, he writes, Allah the Almighty has named this humble one Sultanul Kalam, King of the Pen, and has called my pen, the Zulfiqar of Hazrat Ali radiallahu anhu. In his book, Nazool al-Masih, he further explains, I particularly experience the miraculous power when I put my pen to paper. My writings, whether in Arabic, Persian, or Urdu, are of two kinds. Firstly, those in which words and meanings keep on unfolding, and I go on writing without too much difficulty. The second part of my writings, he explains, is completely miraculous. For instance, when I write something in Arabic and I require a word that I do not know, divine revelation guides me, and the Holy Spirit puts that word in my mind in the form of verbal revelation. So the pen of the Promised Messiah, ladies and gentlemen, was indeed the sword of Hazrat Ali radiallahu anhu. Right from the start in 1880, two parts of Brahine Ahmadiyya are printed and the impact is immediate. A great saintly Sufi, Hazrat Sufi Ahmadjan wrote, this book establishes the truth of the prophethood of Hazrat Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi and of Islam and of the Holy Quran. Mawlubi Muhammad Sharif, an editor from Bangalore, he headed his review simply with the words, truth has arrived and falsehood has disappeared. The leader of the Ahl-e-Hadith sect, Maulvi Muhammad Hussein Batalwi wrote, in our opinion, keeping in mind this age and its circumstances, this is a book, the equal of which has not been published in Islam to this day. And then some 28 years later, in 1908, when the writings had been completed, a number of exceptional scholars, eminent writers, who were themselves renowned for their literary works, had to admit to the excellence of the writings of the Promised Messiah, salam. You can judge for yourself. Maulana Abul Azad, he wrote, this man, the very preeminent personality, whose pen was a marvel, and his voice a magic. I still experience the ecstasy, he says, that I felt by reading the peerless books written by him in refutation of other religions and in support of Islam. Another preeminent Muslim scholar, Mirza Harad-Delvi, the editor of the Curzon Gazette, he wrote, he transformed the style of scholarly debate and laid the foundation of modern literature in India. His brain, he says, had a treasure house of eloquence and energy. And when he wished to write something, a stream of measured and precise words would flow that it is beyond description. Mr Chairman, these were not his supporters. In fact, they were people who actually opposed him. And this, in fact, puts into perspective the caliber, the standard of the writings of Hazur Alayhi salam The impact was not confined to the subcontinent, but was felt around the globe. As translations of his work spread, so did his acclaim. In Russia, for instance, famous writer we all know, Count Leo Tolstoy, he read the translation of the philosophy of the teachings of Islam, and he had to admit, I approved very much of how to get rid of sin and of the life to come. The ideas are very profound and true. The North American Spiritual Journal simply had no other words but described it as pure gospel. From England, the editors of the Church Family Journal published under the auspices of the Church of England, no less, this is what they had to say, we should make no attempt to refute the literature published under the auspices of Mirza Ghulam Ahmad, for he will create such a volume of literature against Christianity as will destroy the authority of the Bible altogether." They had thrown the towel in defeat. The impact reached Afghanistan. A learned divine himself, a great religious scholar, a saintly man with a very large following in Afghanistan, a descendant of the well-known saint Data Ganj Baksh. He was presented with the book Aina Kamalati Islam and the book had an impact on him immediately. He kept in contact with the promised Messiah salam, who sent him more of his writings. This was, of course, Sahibzada Abdul Latif anhu. This brought such a spiritual revolution in his life that despite being aware that he may have to lay down his life Give the ultimate sacrifice, he knew he had no option but to accept the Imam of the age. Many of you will have heard the name Malvi Gulam Rasul Rajaki Sahib and would be aware of the remarkable bond that he had with Allah the Almighty, a saint whose prayers found instant success. He himself relates, and I quote, it was in Goleki that I was studying the Masnavi of Rumi with my teacher, Malvi Imamuddin. After the Zohar prayer, a policeman entered to say his afternoon Zohar prayers, and Malvi Sab noticed a book in his bundle and he went to reach for it. But the policeman stopped him from taking the book. On being asked why, he said, the author of this book is my leader and a revered personage and it may be that upon reading the book you may speak ill of him, which I will not tolerate. However, on being reassured that this would not happen, the policeman agreed to lend the book which Maulwi Imamuddin Sahib took home with him. The following day, when I went to his house, the book was in the sitting room and I started to read it. The book was Aina Kamalat-e-Islam. It contained poems which I started to read from beginning to the end. As I read them, tears flowed down my face and I could not control myself. And I could not wait for Maulwi Sahib to return so I could ask him as to who this revered person was and in which age did he appear. When Maulwi Sahib came back, he said that this is Maulwi Ghulam Ahmed, who claimed to be the Messiah and Mahdi, who is presently in Kadian, even in this day. Maulana Ghulam Rasul Raji Kisab states that the first words I uttered were that there can be no one who is a greater lover of the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi As I read further, I was convinced of the truth of the Promised Messiah salam, and submitted my bath in 1890 C, 1897, and the rest, as, you, as they say, is history. In the United States of America, Alexander Russell Webb started to correspond with the Promised Messiah and as as a result of these writings he was convinced of the truth of the Promised Messiah and accepted him. He was later appointed as a U.S. Ambassador to the Philippines no less. Ladies and gentlemen, the writings of the Promised Messiah were not limited to any particular time, were not limited to people of any faith was not limited to people without faith as well. Another inter- interesting incident, Mia Mohammedin Sahib Okaria, he himself states, the adverse effects of the lectures of the Arya Brahmu had destroyed me and other officers that I was living a life without purpose. While reading the Brahine Ahmadiyya, I came across the proof of the existence of God on pages 90 footnote four and pages 149 footnote 11, my atheism vanished instantly. My eyes opened as if one who had been dead was brought back to life. He goes on, it was winter, January 19th, 1893, in the middle of the night. As soon as I read this, I repented. There was a pot of cold water in the courtyard and with that freezing water I washed and purified my lacha as a type of a sarong. My attendant, Mangtu, who was asleep, suddenly woke up and asked, what happened? Give me the lacha, I will wash it. But I was so intoxicated that I could not speak. At last Mangtu gave up and fell silent. I wore the wet lacha and started my salat while Mangtu looked on. I was so deeply engrossed in my salat that Mangthu fell asleep while I continued. He says, this Salat was due to the Braheen, so much till today that I have not neglected any prayer, and the faith that had ascended to the Pleiades was brought down and entered into my heart by the promised Messiah salam. I entered the night a disbeliever, and by the dawn of the morning, I was a believer. Ladies and gentlemen, one who had descended into atheism, had died a spiritual death, was revived by the writings of the promised Messiah Hazur <laughs> himself had stated, I will truly say that those revived at the hands of of the Messiah, meaning Jesus, son of Mary, have died. But he who drinks the elixir that has been granted to me, he certainly will not perish, is Allah or harm. Even a century plus later, and these incidents keep on coming, from Africa, known as the Dark Continent, the place of my birth, and I'm sure yours, Mr Chairman, as well, The message of Ahmadiyyat reached there through the writings of the Promised Messiah and illuminated the dark continent. Many have related how these writings had an impact upon them. One book in particular, the philosophy of the teachings of Islam. As you know, the book was written, Islami Asulki Philosophy, for a conference in Lahore in 1896. And at that time it had immediate acclaim. And that, that has never ended till today because it was the promise of Allah, Mazmoon Bala Raha. From Ivory Coast, Kone Yusuf, Diara Madibu, a judge from Mali, from the Jema region, also from Kolikoro, have all marveled at this treasure and have to concede that the author is no ordinary person but is a prophet of God. Then we go to the United States. The followers of Malcolm X, the Nation of Islam, many of them also recognized the Imam of the age through his writings. One such was Brother Attaul Hadi from St. Louis, the gateway to the United States, I believe, describes the revolution he witnessed. Then people around him also noticed the change in him. Not only was he the promised Messiah, but he was the Imam Mahdi, of course. So no, no wonder it is that the Muslims are realizing the veracity of the teachings and the writings of the Promised Messiah Salaam, on a range of subjects, concepts such as jihad, Jesus's survival from the cross, apostasy, blasphemy, finality of prophethood, and the revolution is most evident amongst the Muslim world. No one can allege. That today, amongst the Muslims, the first addresses that this impact is not felt. It is, in fact, from the Arabs that we find the most remarkable instances of the impact that the writings of Hazrat Masih Mahdi had upon them. Our beloved Imam, Ayyadahullah ta'ala bin Asr al Aziz, recounts a plethora of them, and I give you a flavor from a handful taken from Kutabate Masroor. A lady from Palestine writes that I too believed, like others, that Jesus was in the heaven and would descend bodily in the latter days and free the ummah from slavery of other nations by the power of the sword and convert people to Islam by force. Hence I eagerly awaited that day. Then I was introduced to the Jama'at through my brother-in-law, who often spoke to me and would send me Arabic books and literature by the Promised Messiah In them I found unique and precious gems. I had never studied such peerless knowledge and eloquence in my entire life. The study of these gems established a relation between the reader and God. And once I was completely satisfied, I took bath. Hejaz Sahib from Algeria. I was completely disheartened by the distorted teachings and wrong commentaries of the Holy Quran by the ulama So much so that I wondered if these could be the word of God until I was introduced to the writings of the Promised Messiah through a Jordanian friend. Before uh, Before reading the commentaries, I offered Nawafil prayer and prayed that may Allah guide me to the path. The more I read, the more I was enlightened and the power of these words caused my body to tremble and I was certain that these were not a man's words, but were revelations from Allah the Almighty. From the United Arab Emirates, from Abu Dhabi, Farasab says, I learned of the Ahmadiyya belief through as many books of the promised Messiah salam, that were available to me, and through watching programs on MTA. In the beginning, due to my ignorance and previous views, I reacted negatively, but when I carefully studied the Quranic verses, the Ahadith, God's traditions, my heart was satisfied. A Moroccan by the name of Khalid Saab says after I was introduced to Ahmadiyyat, I was surprised that the Imam Mahdi had appeared and passed on and we are only finding about him now. On pondering over this I sought guidance from Allah and started studying the Arabic books on the Jamaat's Arab website. The first book I read was the translation of the philosophy of the teachings of Islam. I read this many times and in it the subject of justice, beneficence and doing good to others enraptured my spirit. After that I read al Tabligh, and other books. In them I found such minute spiritual details and religious knowledge that I often would exclaim, I have found a treasure. Muhammad bin Ahmad of Germany. Believe me, while studying the books of the Promised Messiah, I would weep in the facts of the knowledge and the clearly evident truth of the Promised Messiah salam. Every single word would enter into my soul. This treasure of faith is so precious, so precious, that I do not have the words to describe it. Then Rizwan Sahib of Damascus says that after this, I read all the Arabic writings of Hazur and benefited greatly. His writings had a magical effect on me and I then did the istikhara to seek guidance from God. The first time, the verse 66 of Surah Kahf was shown to me and the second time, I met the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in my dream who told me, in this age, to safeguard yourselves from evil, Mirza Ghulam Ahmad is the only ark of salvation. Abdul from Morocco he writes, I'm a teacher of history and geography and I have been blessed by God in many ways. I have been promoted, I even have my own house but I was leading a sinful life. I started to study the books of the promised Messiah and soon realized that these were the ointment for my wounds and the treatment for my soul. I was concerned for the purification of my soul, and I wrote to Hazur for this reason, that may God accept me among the righteous. Mustafa Sabit Sahib, a senior Egyptian Ahmadi, and no one needs an introduction to him, writes about uh, Ahmad Hilmi Sahib, also well known to all of us. He says, Ahmad Hilmi Sahib was born in 1908. He was my cousin. In his youth, he visited a friend by the name of Mahmoud Zahni. There he saw the Arabic translation of the book Philosophy of the Teachings of Islam. He picked it up and started flicking through the pages. At the first glance, the book struck such a chord in his heart that he borrowed the book and he could not put the book down until he had read it entirely. As soon after that, the revolution in him and he accepted the bath at the hands of Hazrat Muslim Audh, radiallahu. Anhu. Ramiz al-Hadidi Sahib relates a wonderful experience I'd like to share with you. Having come to know Ahmadiyyat, I saw the promised Messiah a.s. A.s., seven times, who each time said, I am the Imam Mahdi and the Promised Messiah. But each time I turned my face away. On the seventh time, he came and said, by the glory and majesty of God, I swear that I am the Imam Mahdi and the promised Messiah. He then came a little closer and gently and with fatherly love said, I told you on oath seven times that I am the Imam Mahdi and promised Messiah. And before this, I have not taken this oath for anyone. And you are aware that I took this oath seven times He says he then left and I glanced at him. And one Friday after that, I was sitting at home and contemplating and praying that, O Allah, show me the truth of the Imam Mahdi, that in that state I heard a voice. The voice said, if you want a dream in this matter, which you would be just for yourself, but then how will you convince others? Will they also accept you through dreams? Will they accept you three dreams? Get up, study his books, and through them differentiate between truth and falsehood. Thus I began to study his writings and was convinced that he was in fact indeed the Imam Mahdi and the Promised Messiah, and by the grace of Allah, I had many proofs of his truth. An Egyptian lady, Afaf Abdul Qadir Suleiman writes, I read the book Promised Messiah's books Al Huda wa Tabsiratul Maniyara and Hamamatul Bushra. And in those days, whichever Jamaat book I found, I would complete it quickly. In the book Al Huda wa the eye opening description of the subject of Dajjal I found magical. In it is written that the progenies of Muslims have come under the influence of Dajjal, and there is no household where Christianity has not entered in some way. Actually, this was the state of me and my sister that we were under the influence of Western progress in fashion and were blindly following it. The Promised Messiah in his book clearly diagnosed the illness and the treatment too. And by studying this book, I found treasures of new subjects and understanding which changed my self-reformed mental standards and replaced it with correct reasoning. Thus the light of the truth of Islam illuminated my senses and wisdom. At last I was fully satisfied and I accepted and I took the bath. Rajab Muntal Sahib from Egypt relates a most faith-inspiring incident. He says one night while researching about Ahmadiyyat, I started reading the promised Messiah's book, Jesus in India, but only read half of it and before going to sleep, in my thoughts, I said to the promised Messiah that if you are from Allah, what is the sign of your truth? He says, I was about to sleep when I was suddenly startled by my wife's voice from the next room saying loudly, why did you not complete it? Why did you not complete it? On hearing this, Rajab Sahib says, I rushed to her room. I woke her up and asked her, what was the matter? She replied that in my dream, I saw a wall, but only half of it was beautifully decorated with artwork. The other half of the wall was blank, but there was a tin of paint that was lying next to the wall. And I thought the children will ruin it. So I called out to you to complete the pattern on the wall. Rajab Sab interpreted the dream to be a sign from Allah, the Almighty that he had demanded earlier the wall being the book, Jesus in India, and completing its decoration meant that he should complete the reading of the book. He says, I completed the reading of the book and I was satisfied and took bath. In today's world, MTA has been the median for spreading the writings of the Promised Messiah and many mention how the words of the Arabic Qasida, just the words of the Arabic Qasida, have brought a great revolution in their lives. One such one is Abbas Abdul Afifi from Italy. He says that during a break in Hawal Mubashir, the Arabic qasida was being played. Ilmi minar Rahman is I kept listening while watching the picture of the promised Messiah and spontaneously in a loud voice exclaimed, these cannot be the words of Alaya. This person has to be the chosen one of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the revolutionary impact, the incidence of the revolutionary impact brought about by the writings of the promised Messiah, alayhi Salam is like a never-ending ocean. My challenge has been not what to include in this speech, but what to exclude, and there have been many incidents I've had to leave out. I have but mentioned a handful, and I hope that you can see the vastness and depth. This phenomena is a never-ending phenomena. But sadly, my speech must end. How fortunate we are that we have recourse to this treasure and also to our beloved Imam, Ayyadullah Ta'ala bin Asl-Aziz, who continues to elaborate the deeper meanings of these writings for us. It was indeed the guidance of Hazrat Khalifatul Masih al khamis al Ta'ala, how in a fleeting moment his words of wisdom walked me through the entire subject of my speech. I hope I haven't fallen short of the trust placed in me. Mr. Chairman, as I come to the end of this humble submission, allow me to relate a personal matter too. Every single day, I repeat the Quranic prayer many times over. Lord, have mercy on them as they nurtured me when I was young. I had the good fortune of being born into an Ahmadi household whereas both of my parents had converted into Ahmadiyyad. My father, Kari Muhammad Yasin, left the shores of India in the 1930s by ship to migrate to East Africa. He was not an Ahmadi. He did not know of the Promised Messiah. He did not know of qadian A fellow passenger by the name of Dr. Ramzan, a veterinary surgeon, lent him some books of the Promised Messiah, Alayhi salaam. And by the time the ship docked in East Africa, he was convinced of the truth of the Promised Messiah a. S. S. through his writings alone. And then he wrote to Hazrat Musleh maud to take his bath. So in those 12 days at sea, it was the writings of the Promised Messiah a. S. 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 that brought this revolution into his life. Rabbir ham kama rabbayani sagheera. Ladies and gentlemen, I started my speech with a verse of the Qur'an, predicting the universal triumph of Islam. I have laid before you some incidents of this revolution, and now I end with the Promised Messiah's words, declaring the same. Hazur alayhi says, और जहां तक मैं दूरबीन नजर से काम लेता हूं तमाम दुनिया अपनी सचाई के तहत अक़दाम देखता हूं और करीब है कि मैं एक अजीमुशान फता पाऊं क्योंकि मेरी जुबान की तایید में एक और जुबान बोल रही है और मेरे हाथ की तकवियत के लिए एक और हाथ चल रहा है जिसको दुनिया नहीं देखती मगर मैं देख रहा हूं I declare, he says with full confidence and steadfastness that I am in the right and with the grace of Allah I will emerge victorious in this struggle. As far as I can observe with my far-reaching sight, I see the entire world covered by the advancing step of my truth. The time is near, the time is near at hand that I shall gain a resounding victory. It is so because another voice speaks in support of what I speak, and there is another hand which operates to strengthen my hand. This is not perceived by the world, but I perceive it. In me vibrates the voice of a heavenly spirit which instills each word I speak with life. In the end, all praise belongs to Allah, the Lord of the world. You've been listening to the MKA Vibe by Majlis Khudam al USA, America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. Subscribe to get more of our weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected imams, and wisdom from different sources. Tweet us your ideas and thoughts at Muslim Youth USA.